Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This podcast is here to help you learn more about your health and the healthcare system so that you can advocate for what you need. Thanks for coming to another week of Your Health Matters. So I was um, recently scrolling Instagram, as you do, and I came upon a really interesting statistic about knee replacements. Um, And I went further to confirm, because you never know what you find on social media, (laughs) confirm this uh, statistic through the Journal of Bone and Joint Surgery, and it it is an accurate statistic. So... Um, I'll just ask the question first and, and give you a moment to kind of kind of think about it. So um, many Americans get their knee replaced. And the question is, how many of those, what percentage of people that get their knee replaced are dissatisfied with the outcome of their knee replacement? So I'll give you a moment. What percentage of people that get their knee replaced are dissatisfied with the outcome of their knee replacement. So the journal that did this study found that 18.6% of people were dissatisfied with their knee replacement. Um, And I I would say that number is kind of high. Uh, Because a knee replacement is an elective surgery um, most of the time. Sometimes you have uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis or another autoimmune disease that requires uh, a joint replacement because the joint is literally no longer functional. Um, But for the most part, knee surgeries are elective. You don't don't have to have them done. so I thought that I thought that percentage was was fairly high. So upon looking further further at the study to just learn a little bit more about it is the most significant predictor of dissatisfaction is pain. So if they were still having pain after their knee replacement or during the process of healing with their knee replacement they were dissatisfied then with with their outcome. So I find this interesting for many reasons and and I just kind of wanted to take you through a little bit of my thought process. So first, let's just set the stage of of what a knee replacement actually is. Um, So your knee is comprised of your femur, your thigh bone, your tibia, which is your shin bone, and then your kneecap. Or your patella. And so essentially what happens in a knee replacement is they place in metal parts on the top of your tibia and the bottom of your femur. And then they sometimes will shave down the back of the patella and put uh, a metal piece there as well. So that's basically what, what a knee replacement entails. Um, Obviously, anytime you are changing, going inside a joint and changing um, the joint, it's changing the mechanics of what's going on. Um, And many times after a knee replacement, you won't see 
somebody have full range of motion, meaning you can, the majority of people can almost bring their heel all the way to their buttocks when they're laying on their back. Now, if you have extra like hamstring and calf tissue, you're not gonna get all the way there, um, but that is, that's generally what you're looking for with full range of motion with bending your knee. Um, and with straightening your knee, with a knee replacement, uh, unless something's really messed up, <laughs> the knee should be completely straight. That's actually probably more important than the, than the knee bending itself. But again, when you go in and do a surgery, you're changing the mechanics of things, so the knee bends and straightens a little bit differently than it might have before. So in my experience with treating patients with knee replacements, um, I see the most success and satisfaction, and the, and the study concurs with this, um, from people that have the expectation that the recovery process isn't necessarily going to be an easy thing. Um, and this wasn't in the study, but this is, this is personally in my experience. Those that had a bout of physical therapy, which involved exercise and strengthening up, um, and maybe even had some medication management, whether that be in pill form or with an injection, uh, tended to have better outcomes after surgery as well, not just only in satisfaction, but in strength and in, in movement ability. So I, I think this is for several reasons. Um, first off, the stronger that you are when you're going into surgery, uh, just the better it's going to be for you when you come out of surgery. You're not gonna be having to make as many gains. What tends to happen before surgery because somebody is in um, so much pain or or they're struggling with certain activities like functional activities like getting up and down the stairs um, or just walking, you start to lose strength. And so upon losing that strength, you're not moving quite as much. So then when you're coming out of surgery, uh, your resiliency to that surgery is going to be less. Um, and it's going to take way more significant gains to gain the strength back to support uh, to support the knee replacement. So I see that doing exercise and um, physical therapy prior to getting a surgery done, while it's not going to fix the person 100%, obviously, um, that's why they're choosing to get surgery, it's giving them a good foundation for when they come out, out of surgery. Um, and with that foundation there, it's a little easier easier to build upon so that recovery can be a little faster. I find that if recovery is slow, people get really frustrated um, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel and they might not be uh, quite as compliant with their exercises because it's frustrating, right? Like if you're not feeling good, <laughs> you don't really want to keep doing those things, especially if you're not seeing any kind of result at all. Um, the other nice thing about doing physical therapy prior to doing surgery, because I'm not against surgery, I think sometimes that's, that's the best course of action, um, is that a physical therapist understands what to expect after surgery. And sometimes because surgeons um, don't really have the time or just aren't really thinking about it, 
they don't fully educate the patient on what to expect after surgery. So they might just be like, yeah, you'll be up and moving right after surgery, which is not incorrect. (laughs) But many people after a total knee replacement, um, particularly depending on their functional level prior to uh, surgery, they, they might need a walker, they might need a cane, they might need crutches to support them. And if the person is not expecting that um, after surgery, it can be really, uh, it can be alarming and upsetting uh, to lose maybe some functional ability that you had prior to surgery. Because you do go backwards a little bit um, with surgery before you start moving forwards. The other thing um, that happens with surgery is you have uh, a way, like a weight increase of inflammation, which again is normal. You want inflammation to help heal the area, but with inflammation comes pain. So if you're not expecting like to have any pain post-surgery, it, it may sound funny uh, for, some, for some people that you wouldn't expect pain after surgery, but I have worked with patients before that we're literally not expecting to have any pain after surgery. Um, and so with, with not having that expectation, uh, again, it can be quite alarming to all of a sudden wake up from the surgery and be like, what, I'm not 100%? This is wild. So that's why having physical therapy prior to um, a surgery can be really helpful because uh, as a physical therapist, I can help prepare my patients mentally for what it's going to take after surgery to get back or even go further than they were prior to all this pain um, in their knee joint. Um, The other thing that happens sometimes with surgery, I think that they're backing off doing this as much with knee replacements. It depends on on what kind of surgeon that you're seeing. Um, But they'll do a thing called a nerve block, which is essentially to help mitigate pain and decrease pain. And though the nerve block can lead to some decreased strength in your quadricep, so that muscle in in the front of your thigh. And if you don't have good strength in that area, it's not really supporting the knee joint very well. And so, again, this is something that can lead to decreased functionality and increased pain and can be really, really frustrating um, for the patient. So it's really important prior to a surgery that you fully understand what to expect afterwards. It does not mean that it is always the case that um, you're gonna have decreased strength after surgery. It doesn't mean that you're going to have an an exorbitant uh, amount of pain after surgery, but it's good to know to expect that that could be the case. Um, So then you're not alarmed. When people are alarmed about their pain, pain actually becomes worse. And then again, leads to to worse outcomes after surgery. So that's why I think it's really great um, to do conservative treatments before surgery. Even if surgery is definitely the option that that's going to happen, um, sometimes it can take weeks before you get into surgery. So it might be beneficial to do like four weeks of physical therapy and exercises prior to the surgery. Now, again, the big thing is, is, is that insurance can sometimes be really limiting on the amount of 
physical therapy that you can access. Um, and again, this is a reason that, that I'm an out-of-network provider because I, I want to be able to treat patients through the whole process and really help them um, be prepared for whatever, whatever is to come next. Um, so yeah, so just to kind of just to kind of reiterate um, on knee replacements, and this really goes towards any surgery in general. Um, I would suggest physical therapy first, a good set of exercises to help with strengthening and get you um, prepared prior to surgery. Uh, doing any medications or injections again to possibly avoid surgery. Sometimes if we can get out of that pain cycle with with medication or injection, um, we can completely avoid surgery. And then if these things are really not working, that's what that's when we want to look to surgery. And then before you, you know, go in for a surgical procedure, making sure you really understand um, what is to be expected post-surgery will really help um, with feeling more satisfied with the surgery itself and also help to decrease your pain levels and decrease um, or increase your functionality in the long term. So I hope this helped you to give you some insight on that <laughs> kind of scary statistic that 18.6% of people were dissatisfied with their with their outcomes from from a total knee replacement. And it gave you some insight on how to prepare yourself for surgery if you ever need one in the future. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Health Matters. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And to learn more from me, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Jackie Fenton. I look forward to chatting with you next week.